Welcome to Spotlight Conversations with voice talent and DJ Donna Reed. Donna talks music and media from her sunny linoleum-free studio. Come on in. Very excited today to have a TV talk show host for her show, Grace in High Heels, a noted author, a recording artist, Shannon Perry. Thank you for being a part of Spotlight Conversations. This is great. Oh, Don, thank you so much for having me on. What an honor to be with you. Um, tell us a little bit about what you're doing. I, I was looking at your website. I know there's some uh, press releases out about uh, a new study guide. What's what's going on with that? Oh, gosh. Well, let's see. I, You know, I'm in between selling a house right now, too. So let's, <laughs> let me get back to the book. I tell you, when you get busy, it's just amazing how much time uh, goes by. And last summer, I, you know, I traveled more during the during the fall and the spring speaking at conferences around the country. Mm-hmm. And last summer, I was just kind of sitting upstairs thinking, what am I going to do with my summertime? You know, we had that downtime and I don't travel as much. And I really just, uh, I had just written, released a book called Grace and Guts. And uh, this this book is about, it, it was written when I asked over a thousand women at my different conferences, what are the 12 topics that you feel like women say they struggle with the most? And um, just to just to kind of back up a little bit, Donna, I, I was a school teacher and a school counselor before I ever started writing books and doing what I do now, and um, I was singing professionally. I've been singing professionally since I was 18, and all I ever really wanted to do was was sing and and, and do that on the side. And um, one time I was approached by a publicist in Nashville that said, have you ever thought about um, being a speaker? And I said, no, I'm not a speaker. I'm a a singer. That's all I wanted to do. And um, so eventually I just started speaking at a few places, and they, they liked it, and they kept inviting me to speak. And um, then eventually she said, well, what about, you know, writing an article? And I said, no, I'm not a writer. I'm a singer and I'm a speaker. <laughs> and uh, so, so uh, I started writing for several different Internet sites on the web and uh, they took it. And so then she said, well, hey, what about doing a radio show? And I said, oh, no, 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 I, I'm not a radio show host. I'm a singer and a speaker and a writer. And I, I got my own radio show where we talked about different issues, and I interviewed great guests, like exactly what you're doing um, today. It, it's so fun, isn't it? To it talk is. to different people. It is, and, very um, much. So I did the radio show, and then she said, well, hey, have you ever thought about writing a book? And I said, oh, no, 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 I'm, I'm not an author. I'm a singer, speaker, writer, ra- uh, radio show host. Well, I'm on my fourth book, and that's how we got to Grace and Guess. And then, of course, she said, you, "Would you ever thought? Of, have you ever thought about doing TV?" And I said, "Oh no, no, I draw the line at TV. You know, you gotta, you gotta look the part. You gotta have the perfect hair, the perfect body." She said, "Oh no, uh, well, I've got a TV show that goes into over 100 million homes um, now." So I said, "You know what I said, Don? I said, I tell you what. The next thing I'm going to say is I'm not a millionaire, and see what happens, right?" We just, I just kind of came into this, and, and it's been such a blessing to be able to write. And the book, Grace and Guts, really addresses the 12 issues that women said that they struggle with the most. And as a result of writing that book, um, we came up with, with the 12 topics like uh, conquering exhaustion, handling betrayal, crushing insecurity and inferiority, overcoming faithlessness and fear, defeating people-pleasing, uh, addiction, I talk about addiction in there, loneliness, mastering anger, uh, managing difficult people, depression, uncertainty, and how to find our purpose in life. And so um, I wrote that book, and it was really writing that book after uh, I had gone through a season in my own life where I felt like I had just been in a boxing ring getting pummeled over and over and over. 
And I know a lot of people listening can say during this season of COVID, uh, so many of our lives have changed and mm-hmm. we often feel like we've just been in this boxing ring and we just have this life just hits us, you know, it, it takes pot shots at us. And mm-hmm. that's where I was. Uh, my, my mom, uh, my best friend was diagnosed with cancer and then the same in the same year, this was four years ago, and you'll uh, you'll remember this year being a Houstonian. Um, for that same year, my dad was diagnosed with cancer, and I'm an only child. So at one point, I had two parents oh, checking geez. into MD Anderson Hospital at the same time. Same year, if you remember, um, Hurricane Harvey came along oh, and yeah. did devastation to our our town and my home and our property and. And that same year, I had never had surgery before, and they thought I might have eye cancer. And so I had my first surgery for possible cancer. It wasn't cancer. And then that same year, I lost my finger in a very freak horse accident. Um, I lost part of my finger when uh, my, my horse, I got, it got trapped up in a blanket, and she took mm. off one way, and my finger went the other way. And so I always say, though, my little Dolly Parton fingernails cover all that up, so we're in good shape. And then in that same year, uh, my only child was deployed to the Middle East, and my mama went to heaven. So uh, that was a year that I needed grace, but I needed some guts to get through the tough stuff. And so as a result of all of that writing, um, I I came up with this new study guide that you're asking about. And having been a teacher and a counselor for years, that was my my other life, I always say. I did that for 14 years, and now I've I've been a a full-time speaker for 14 years now and writer. And so um, the study guide, we just released it last night, as a matter of fact, and it is really based on the 12 topics of Grace and Guts, and it is a, it's just been, I, I did it in my home, and I piloted it with about 20 women, and it's just been an amazing time to see women just come together and talk about, you know, real life issues. We don't want to wear the face. We don't want to paint the face on and make everything look like it's okay, and, mm-hmm. you know, we just want to live real life, and that's what these ladies did, and uh, the, the study guide goes with each chapter of the book, and we have large group discussions. I'm going to be teaching actually live online uh, this fall, I'm going to be teaching my own writing because I can't go out and speak in public <laughs> yet. <laughs> so that that's where we, just to catch you up on the study guide, that's how that came to be. Writing seems to be what helps you. Do you write all the notes down? Do you put an outline together? How did this, there's a lot going on in your life, but you found the time to put together a successful book. So I'm sure you're going to tell us that in your, your, your books that you're going to write, but how did you do that? That's a great question, because I will tell you, when my publicist in Nashville came to me, she set me down in Starbucks, and, you know, I don't drink coffee, but I needed a cup after she got through with me, and I said, she said, you're going to write a book, and I said, I, I don't have the first clue where to start, and I know a lot of people come to me and say, Shannon, I, don't, I, want, I have a story. You know, we all have a story to tell on it. We yes, all we do. have something that can inspire other people. And, um, and so it, a lot of women out there ask me, just, I want, I have this story, but I don't know how to start. And so it's a great question. And what I always remind women is, you know, we, a lot of us like to journal. We like to write our thoughts down. And honestly, that's where I get a lot of my work because I go back and look at my journal and think, okay, this is something that would might other other women might be experiencing, other men might be experiencing. Uh, my writing is not just for women; I, that's just my my main audience. But um, and then I just really begin to kind of break my book down into sections. And like the first book I wrote was called Grace in High Heels. 
there were I had been teaching a conference called If This Shoe Fits. It was it was a really fun conference. <laughs> and based on that conference, I divided my book into four sections uh, based on the four topics I taught in that conference. And within that section of the book, I took um, seven points that I wanted to make, and I made those my chapters. So if, if you're like me, I kind of like to see the overall picture and then work my way backwards. Some people are good at starting at the front and working toward the finish line. I'm more of a big picture person, and then I can work backwards. And so um, that I just encourage anybody who's listening who says, I have a book to write. I really want to write this. I would just encourage you to sit down and really just um, think about what your message is that you that you've experienced because no one can tell your story like you can and really begin to say okay based on that story based on what i had to tell about and um, you know maybe they've gone through cancer like my I, I didn't mention my husband's also a cancer patient and mm-hmm. so based on the trials and the tribulations of, of taking care of others uh, that's a big job to take care of people who are ill and try to run a, a household and try to have a business and and that's a lot of work and so how could you inspire people? Um, you know, one of the books that we, we thought about writing um, was was Grace in Heels and Hospital Gowns at one point because I felt like all I did was stay in hospitals with people. Mm-hmm. And um, in telling some of, the, in, in some of the inspiring stories that I had seen of the nurses and the doctors and the patients and their bravery, oh, yeah. maybe you're walking through that, that season or, or maybe you're a mom, a young mom, and you're saying, man, these are some things I'm learning. Or maybe your husband's in the military and, you know, there's a lot of need for women who are married in the military. I know my son's in the military. He's a, he went to the, he graduated from the Air Force Academy and he flies for our country, flies T-17s. And so um, there's, everybody has a story to tell and everybody needs to hear what you say. I always remind women, you know, we all have a stage. It may not be a stage like what I'm standing on as far as a platform goes, but we all have a stage and that's the people around us for whose lives we can touch with the stories and the things that we've been through. Was being a teacher and a counselor, it was a big help in getting to where you are right now. It was. And I have to tell you, sometimes we think we wasted our time, so to speak, on, oh, why did I have to go through that season of life? I don't ever see it like that. I, when I, was, I released the study guide last night on Facebook Live, and it was so sweet to see several of my students who were in my first, my first class. I taught first grade for three years and fifth grade for five years, and then I was a counselor for uh, 1,200 kids for, for eight years before I went into doing what I'm doing now. And um, I got a lot of discipline, first of all, being a teacher and then being an administrator. Mm-hmm. But I learned how to deal with people, and I always say, I'm still teaching. I'm just teaching bigger kids, not little kids. <laughs> and, um, I, and honestly, I wouldn't be in the position uh, that I am now. Um, just to tell you that story, Donna, when I was the second year I taught first grade, speaking of stories, this beautiful little blonde-haired, blue-eyed boy walked into my classroom. He had on Oshkosh, gosh overalls and little red tennis shoes and long, blonde, curly hair. He was the cutest little boy I'd ever seen. And um, he stuck out his hand and he said, hi, my name is Sean. And I thought, well, hi, Sean, you're the cutest little thing I've ever seen. And then I looked up and I saw Daddy, and I knew why he was so cute. But this Daddy was more than cute. He was a single father. The, the Daddy was raising this little boy as a single dad. Um, I was single at that time, and Daddy was single at that time. And he used to ask me out all the time, and I'd 
you know, I told him I had a policy. No, I don't date my dad. Well, fast forward six years later, um, I got engaged and, um, you know, just thought this has to be the one. Well, he wanted to build a swimming pool. And I remembered that the single daddy built, that's what he did for a living. And I said, well, I'll call him up and get a bid. So when I called him, he answered the phone and I said, I don't know if you remember me or not. And he said, oh, yeah, I remember you. He said, are you still single? I thought, are you still desperate? But I didn't ask that. (laughs) And so so he did come and give my fiance a bid for a pool. And, um, you know, it was that season in life for me where I was just walking through life and everything was going great. And then all of a sudden, it's like the rug just gets ripped out from underneath you. Mm -hmm. And that's what happened to me. And I found out some things about the guy I was engaged to that I knew I couldn't marry. And I was just devastated and I was heartbroken. And it just really seemed like, you know, my world was just coming to an end. Because here I was, you know, I'm 34 years of age. I wasn't married. It was just, it was just awful. So did the single dad become your, your husband? So that, so that's what happened. I called, I called up, um, I actually called, I was trying to think of a way to call him back because I went and saw my little grandmother who was 88 at the time or 86 at the time. And she asked me, she said, well, what happened? And I thought, I can't tell her that. But I I told her this guy just keeps showing up when I'm out, I would be on a date and this single daddy would just show up at my table. I thought, where did he come from? And so I, I knew that, that, Sean was now 17 and I needed some help at my school with my younger kids. And so I called that daddy up and I, I kind of used Sean. Well, I did use Sean as a ruse to call. And when single daddy answered the phone, he said, how are things going? I said, well, they're a lot different than they were when we talked last time. And he said, well, today is my birthday and I would love for you to go out and eat uh, dinner with Sean and I tonight. And I'll tell you, that was it. I went out to eat, and six months later, we were engaged. And now that little boy who never had a mom, um, I never had children. That little boy is my son. And he used to sit in my classroom, on and he would fly his fingers around like an airplane, not paying any attention to what I was saying. And I'd have to say, Sean Perry, land that plane. And he'd bring it in for a landing. And I had the privilege of watching him walk out of the tunnel at the United States Air Force Academy in Colorado Springs, Colorado. And now he is uh, has two little boys of his own, and he's just they're just as precious and wonderful, and and I've just been so blessed. It all started with that teaching career. So anybody listening who thinks they'll never get married, or <laughs> it, it, you never know where you're going to you meet, you never them. know. And it was meant you to never be. Never know. Now tell me a little bit about the TV talk show uh, Grace and High Heels. I love the name. Thank you. Grace and High Heels is, uh, it started off as a, just a teaching program, what, what I teach when I travel around the country. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I really had a vision for something that was a little more of a, a Hallmark home and family kind of feel, if you will. I don't cook. Everybody knows that. But I thought it would be fun to do more of a variety type show. And so I actually wrote the show and produced the show. And uh, we taped our series in Nashville. I had some incredible guests on there. Uh, Dolly Parton's sister, as a matter of fact, they had just filmed The Code of Many Colors, and she came on to talk about that. It was, it was, it was so much fun. And uh, just several other wonderful guests that are, that are on there. And Grace and Gut starts the thing off. I talk about a little bit about a cute shoe of the week. We always feature a cute shoe of the week, of course. And then um, we talk a little bit about uh, we have a pet of the week that we do. And so there's a lot of fun element. There's fun elements in it, too. And then I interview wonderful guests. And then we do either a cooking segment or a decorating segment 
for self-defense segment or a makeup. We have a makeup artist that does the Huckabee show there in Nashville. Uh, she came in and did some, some makeup segments with us. And it's, uh, it's just, it's just meant to reach people in a real way with real truth. And then, um, at the very end, they include a, a clip of when I'm out teaching on the road, the Grace and Gut conference. Uh, they include a clip of that at the end. So the people that like the teaching segment that we used to do, that's still in the show, but we have a, a lot more. So it's a, it moves really fast. It's a quick moving show, but people can interact. They can send their pet pictures in. Oh, we have a question uh, where people can submit questions, and I answer that on uh, live on the TV show. And so right now we're in negotiations with some, uh, with some networks. That, As a matter of fact, they just got a pretty big one today. But you can also watch the show anytime on YouTube. If you just go to Grace in High Heels TV with Shannon Perry, you can watch any of those shows anytime and uh, and catch an episode. You know, and that's the thing I didn't say about the study guide. Um, we, when we released the study guide last night that goes with Grace and Gut, the book, um, I am actually going to be teaching that live online, and women can interact with me uh, through that my teaching. And you know, we thought this was an idea that came to me last year uh, that my publicist and I, publicist and I, talked about. And at that time, I was thinking, "Oh my goodness, you know, I'm going to have to learn technology, and everybody who attends it would have to know how to do technology." Well, look where we are today. I mean, yeah. we all know how to yeah. Zoom. Oh, we yeah. all know how to do. You know, but it's it's a different program. But it's but we're so much more technologically sound than I think we were a year ago. Most of us, because we've had to be, and so that was the beauty of doing this uh, live study for this book. And so I would encourage anybody listening. Everyone is invited to attend. Uh, you could go to the store on shannonperry.com and look at all the different bundles that we offer: the book, the study guide, the live online sessions. We also offer videos that you can download. And um, those are those are for sale too. That uh, in introductory videos, I introduce the chapter for each one. Um, if people can't attend the live session, they can still get the videos. And so uh, it's a, it's an exciting time. There's just so many great things going on, and uh, just in the midst of chaos, like we've all mm-hmm. been surrounded by, mm-hmm. it's nice to have some normalcy back. And it was really exciting to to release this book because um, man, I, I love being. That, that's what I live for is being out with the, the people and, mm-hmm. you know, just hearing from the people and talking to them. And it's uh, when you're, when you're an outgoing person, like I am, it's, it's, it's sitting behind a desk has been a real challenge for me. I don't, <laughs> so so it's, uh, I'm excited about being able to be with, I, I've been telling people, it's like I'm in a conference, but we're nose to nose when we do the live study. Yes, so, perfect. It's okay. Now, what is the most rewarding part of what you do? Oh, wow. That's a great question. I think, I, I really think for me, it's hearing the testimonials of, from women who say, my life was transformed after either something you taught me or something I read in one of your books. Uh, to me, when I, I told somebody last night, you know, Donna, that I have put more time and energy into this new study guide than I've put into any book I've written because it took a lot of research. It took a lot of time for me to really make sure I'm on point. It, it wasn't just my opinion in this, mm-hmm. it was that. And so um, I think the time and the energy and the heart that I pour into any of my work, the most humbling thing when people come to me and say, I, because of you, this happened in my life or because of something you said, um, you know, I, I, I just, I'm, I'm so humbled by that, that I would be used in that way to 
help someone in some small capacity because being a counselor as long as I was, and I still am, I still counsel a lot of people, um, but, you know, in, in a different setting. And so just any time I can be used to help someone, uh, you know, find a path for their life or see hope or find that hope or, or lay down those boundaries that they need to learn in that particular, you know, situation, I think that is the most exciting part for me. I've done a lot of exciting things. I mean, I've, I've sung uh, before 72,000 people at the Houston Texans game. I sing for the Astros. You know, I've done all those things. And those are fun and exciting, but the most rewarding thing is when I, I hear that lives are changed because of something that's come from, you know, something I've said or written. If someone's listening right now and they, they're wanting to be a part of what you're talking about, where would they go? I would love for them to, to contact me. Just go to shannonperry.com and everything is there. I, we've rescheduled all of my events for next year. I will be in the area, in the Houston area. Uh, but there's other states I'll be in, and you can also join me. I want to invite everyone to join me for the book study, to purchase a copy of Grace and Guts and the study guide, and, and join me online uh, live. We're starting September the 15th, and uh, I'll do that live online study starting September the 15th every Tuesday night. And if you can't tune in for some reason on Tuesday night, uh, there's always a replay available for that study guide, too. So I'd love for them to join me or, or, or watch the TV show and uh, and just uh, be encouraged. Having a place to go to to find an answer is, is important for many people, I think. Well, thank you. And I thank you for again for having me on. And thank you for all that you do to inspire people as well. You've been listening to Spotlight Conversations with Donna Reed. Thanks for tuning in. 